Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to episode 130 of Myths, your favourite weekly come monthly come biannual podcast. Hello. I'm Hello. Matt. Matthew, you can introduce me to the people that don't know who I am. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Matt Hoss, I'm your esteemed host and today we are introducing our fantastic uh, guest, not lead host, it's Dan Rhodes. Yes, I am a... Wait, so this whole time I've just been a reoccurring guest. <laughs> We've talked about this before for sure, but I feel you're definitely a... You're, you're sometimes a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Sometimes I'm not even a listener. I, You know, like, in certain bands, they have a bez, and a bez kind of comes on, shakes maracas, kind of gets the party going. You're, you don't get the party going on this podcast, but you just turn up regularly to shake maracas and disrupt stuff. <laughs> Because this would have been a very educational podcast if you weren't here to add levity to it. Oh, Matthew, make no make no qualms about it. This podcast could have been a lot of things. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. It could have been. So could have won a shoulda. Yeah. It could have won a chortle award, but it hasn't. It hasn't. It could have had more than a hundred listeners, but it didn't. <laughs> it could have had more than ten listeners, but it didn't. But kudos to people, listener, if you made it this far and you're like, you know what, this is like, you're, you are like deep, you're deep, like Matt and Dan fans now. You, you are the, the last, uh, the, the last in line, you know what I mean? You're the one who's holding down the fort, everyone else is gone, you're staying up to that civilization. What would you, like, I think that's pretty I mean, cool. there's been many, like normally we released, well, we used to start doing myths at least once a week. Definitely every Monday. <laughs> then it became kind of bi-weekly. I mean, Matt alluded to this joke at the beginning. Then it became bi-weekly. And then, we're not going to lie, there was a big gap between last episode, episode 129, and this episode. COVID happened. We'll talk about it in a minute. Matt bought a house. That Anyway, things happened. So if you're sticking with this episode and you wondered maybe what had happened or if we were dead, unfortunately, no, we're still here <laughs> and we're carrying on. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're doing good. I feel like... Uh... Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel, I do feel bad because, like, I'm not sure. Right, let's let's be honest here, Dan. Like, here's here's the thing. Um, as I get older, the, each week goes on, and with especially because I'm working a lot more like hours these days as well. Because comedy isn't paying the bills. Uh, but <laughs> and actually, when we started this podcast many years ago, believe it or not, um, I really took for granted that Matt was just an unemployed bum the whole time. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I just. There's, there's not that much time to, to chase up Dan. In fact, these days, Dan chases up me, I which do, is, that, that, that is, I've got to say, out of this, <laughs> that, that is bad. That's, you know how bad I'm slipping <laughs> if that's the case. But Dan, yeah, I think I'm, I'm too harsh to you. You're, you're, you're very, you're, you are, you do care about this, you know. And uh, But um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we, we are trying. But I just find like, it's so hard to find time anymore. And not just like, oh, I'm busy with my diary. It's like, you, 
you start the week, or it's Monday morning, you blink, and it's the weekend. It's like, what the fuck happened to my week? What, what, where's all this time gone? Do you know what I mean? Do you feel yeah. like that? I don't feel as bad, because I'm like you. I Obviously, as a prank, I did buy you that time machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it goes off without you knowing. It's in of the rooms. Course. One of the items in your room. <laughs> Do I have to guess which, which one, one of, it is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the items that I may or may not have bought you before for Christmas and slash your birthday is actually Secret Time Machine and I turn it on I don't even know where you go I just like I'm in my house and I just click a button knowing that it sent you somewhere forward in time well that um, doesn't make sense because last week I was in Mesopotamia and I was like oh, when did I get here and then uh, the other week I met King Arthur that was, that was another it's, it's alright <laughs> that makes a lot more sense you, just, you just wake up in a field surrounded by Vikings <laughs> and you're like this is weird, but ah, I'm sure it's fine. No, that was the that was uh, <laughs> that was 100 um, episode 101. That was a live special at the Yorvik Center. So uh, awesome. that, that, that that obviously done. Uh, um, uh, can we... we talk a bit about how um, last I spoke to you, you were looking to purchase a house? Yep, and uh, so here's the deal, Dan. Uh, sadly. Even though we haven't spoken for like a month and a half, not much has happened because <laughs> because uh, of the. Uh, uh, but yeah, we got an offer on a house. We got a house we really, really love. It's really, really gorgeous. Uh, we're just waiting for solicitors. And Dan, I'm not. Sh- I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna set an offence in this one. But solicitors can go fuck themselves. <laughs> if you're a solicitor, um, I. You know what? I just. I, I just hate spending money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, because here's my frustration, Dan. Like, and this. This is. I'm getting old now. This is back where back when we started this. I was like, eh, boo hoo girls. Now solicitors lay on my my eye because well, now deal. it's not boo hoo. I live. When we started this podcast, <laughs> you you were sad about your love life and you were sleeping in your car. <laughs> now you have a girlfriend you're buying a house with. Think nah, this podcast changes lives. You've heard it here I'm first. Still, still, still sleeping in my car. But, yeah, like... <laughs> uh, but no, solicitor. Hey, look, I've got friends who are the solicitors. I've got colleagues who used to be solicitors, and uh, they all pretty much say the same thing. It's, yeah. uh, you know, they can't help. They're doing a job. You know, they've got documents to. Be, it can't be that fun doing what they do. Well, I know, but I don't care if it's fun. You're being paid for the notes. I don't mind paying them so much. But like, I hate no just. Overall, I hate hidden like fees. Do you know what I mean? But like, you turn up and be like, uh, "Actually, you have to pay fifty pounds for an admin fee. Fifty pounds for an admin fee? What are you talking about?" And they get the details wrong. And you know what? From now on, I'm in my comedy clubs when I run gigs. I'm gonna find people who are like lawyers or solicitors or um, maybe not them because they're probably doing a good job. Like, but like, if they're like just like for boring shit like a housing market, I'll be like, "Right, every time you laugh, I'm gonna add a laughter tax. You you laugh. That's." 10 quid, mate. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, 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 like I'm so angry, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I just, okay, this is obviously a podcast. I've been aware of that many times. But when we do the podcast, I can actually see Matt. We don't allow you guys to see our gross looking faces, but I can see Matt. And he went apoplectic just then. He literally looked... Like a beetroot. <laughs> yeah. He literally couldn't speak. Um, no, I get you. Look, I've never, you know, I'm going to pretend like I don't know what it's like to buy a house, but I imagine there, I hear about these things, hidden hidden lawyers' fees. It takes a long time. They get details wrong. So then you're like, why am I paying you 50 quid an hour if you can't even spell my name right? 
Yeah, and like they don't CC me in emails and stuff like that. And also, um, they uh, like they got our postcode wrong, but not on the letter they sent to us on the most important document as well. It's just like I, I just want to put a corkscrew in my eyes. Yeah, you know I mean, like and make myself like a um an eyeball colada. Yeah, you know I mean, was that too, that's too graphic? I might and when do you th- hope it's all going to be accepted and whatnot? Uh, hopefully moving in by um, early September, but we just don't know yet, Dan. At, um, and hopefully, has it been accepted at all? Uh, offer's been accepted. It's okay. just uh, wait, waiting for exchange of contracts and stuff like that, and mortgage pro- and all of all the bits and pieces. But that like will that. happen in time. Like if it's yeah. been accepted, that's the main thing. Absolutely. So it's all looking good. And uh, yeah, Dan should come up and visit. No, oh, I will. I will. Do you want to be a lodger? Yeah. Do you, do you want to pay my mortgage, Dan? I'll be a lodger. How much would you pay, charge me to stay there for one whole month? Okay, for a whole month, um, and it's you, you yeah. by yourself, or no, you it's know. me. You know what, Dan? I and think my, I... and my world <laughs> world class banter. Uh, oh, oh, that's gonna be it. That's gonna be an additional fee. I'm Damn afraid. No, I mean, it's not world class. It's not. It's not. Yeah, well, I think I think I'm gonna charge you. I I actually, if you want to stay there for a month, you can stay there for free. I you're, you're welcome. Wow. You're a friend. You drive a hard bargain, my friend. <laughs> I think I'll pass. <laughs> an asshole uh, <laughs> all right. I was willing to negotiate but you've gone in two <laughs> three <laughs> too hard I can't be having that right I am I'm gonna be okay f- fine I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I am going to pay you 200 pounds <laughs> yes that's what I was hoping for yeah. <laughs> okay that's you you know fair, fair days um but yeah Dan how are you doing how's life for you what's I'm new good, in man. Denver, I'm good it? I uh started kind of a different job within my job I've been doing that now the last month that's really kicked off recently um still working for the government um oh, obviously you can't say what part of the government we we, we can't yeah I can't tell you that I work for the government oh, oh which oh which government either oh which government <laughs> yes Zimbabwe yeah. I mean not Zimbabwe no the government you work for no, it very likes you yeah. a lot. Which may or may not be Zimbabwe. It may or may not, but most likely is. <laughs> Harare is a beautiful place, and I'd highly recommend going there. And that, uh, I, I'm feeling you should say that, Dan. Do you feel like you are? Do you still kind of like? Obviously, your previous job, sadly, uh, was um, uh, um, a travel agency. Uh, do you flush still down of... the toilet of COVID? Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. Is that something you're looking back to get back into, or are you kind nah. of? <laughs> that dream's dead, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Working for the government, I actually really enjoy. I work nine to five. No one's expecting me to stay past five. I just go home at the end of the day. Yeah. I have flexi time, which means that they're very good about me having time off if I needed it. I haven't used it yet, but I know it's there. In fact, I'm using it to go home. That I'm going to a friend's on Friday, like uh, a mutual friend of mine and Matt's, my friend Dan. Shout out to Dan. Um, yeah. He um, he lives in Cardiff. I'm going to. I haven't seen him in a long time. I'm going to see him. It means I can take a half day on Friday. They allow me to have these things that I didn't have at my previous job when I was doing like eight thirty till six thirty. Yeah. And I was getting you. the train, which means that I wasn't actually getting home until seven seven thirty. Then your whole day is gone. Yeah. Um, also, this job actually. Probably as an average for the year, it probably actually pays me slightly less, mm-hmm. but at least I get the same amount every month. Mm-hmm. Whereas my previous job was commissioned, some months were wildly different to the months before yeah. in terms of pay, and I don't like that, you know. So um, this is all good. There's not the stresses of targets. Yeah, I'm not selling anything to anyone. I'm not having to like, <laughs> you know, uh, selling's hard, right? It, yeah. I'm quite good at it, but it's, it's hard. Because... 
My ex-manager is probably listening to this. Shout out to him. He'll probably disagree heavily. <laughs> a lot of shout outs today. A lot of shout outs. Uh, look. Can I, can I do a shout out? But I do. I should say this because he probably, my, some of my old colleagues might be listening to this or one of them. Uh, <laughs> um, Hope the I work did, going okay. The, the one thing I really miss, and I, I look, nothing, uh, the people I work with currently are great, but I, I do really miss the people I used to work with in my office. Um, yeah. Um, I and, do miss that. So yeah. um, shout out but, to all my, all my old flight centre peeps. Um, but also, um, well, as you alluded to, and I don't want to necessarily go into too much detail if you're not comfortable, but Dan, how are you feeling after the kind of, quote, Freedom Day on the 19th of July? Because uh, we obviously we, this is about two weeks after that. Things are, how, how, how is life for you right now, Dan? Are you yeah, excited? it's good. Freedom Day happened. Um, I, it is, well... I didn't know this until Freedom Day that it is still frowned upon to cough in people's mouths on the chin. <laughs> That's how I say hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't know, but I've learned that now. Um, no, it's not really Freedom Day though, because I don't know about you, Matt. I'm still being quite good. I'm yeah. still wearing masks where possible, on particularly on public transport. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even walking from like one table to another in a bar, I'm still wearing. Masks. I haven't really gone out that much. Mm-hmm. I'm still being very good about people I'm with. I don't want you know. I'm I'm, I'm a bit hesitant still to be. The whole hugging, shaking hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's still kind of in there, particularly in my area in London, South London. It's um, I mean, my I, housemate had it very recently. Loads of people oh, at work. Had it. It, it's still definitely happening. I feel like well, I'm kind of in the epicenter of, of the of it at the moment here in, yeah. in London. We've got a lot of it still. So well, it's uh, it's not gone for sure here, but maybe up north's different. Well, actually, I think up north is pretty bad too. It was pretty rampant up here for a while. No, but what about the not... COVID? Yeah, uh, um, it, yeah, not, not so bad actually. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, but it was like it was really bad, and like, and also people's there's less people, more spread out, but they are far more laissez faire about stuff. Like people are like, oh, it's like it's fine, and like, they've just come back to normal, and and I'm the one person in my office just been like, please, please, have wear a face mask, you, you, you super spreader, and like everyone, everyone's like, yeah, we're very good, we're wearing masks. Like, None of you wore a mask for the last three months. What are you talking about? You know what I mean, like, it just annoys me. At work, they're very hot on it though, because we have members of the public coming in to have appointments and interviews and stuff, and um, they're hot on it with their masks and screens and stuff like that. Yeah, God bless you. But, well, um, you know, and uh, Dan, is there anything else in your life right now? Anything else big? No. No. Oh. No, just chilling. Had to self-isolate. We're all good. Uh, I was a bit annoyed that the only 10 days of sunshine we seem to have this summer was <laughs> the 10 days I was self-isolating. I don't have and, a garden. That was a bit sad. And Dan, did you get up to anything in those 10 days? I watched, oh, I'm watching a lot of Lost. Um, maybe you could do something to help this podcast. Maybe in, in those Sundays. I can't think of anything that this podcast would need that I haven't already done. But yeah, Dan. Um, tomorrow I'm heading down to my brother's wedding. I've got a double wedding. Um, Friday and Saturday back to back. Friend's wedding on Friday. Brother's wedding on Saturday. Pretty tired, but it's gonna You're be gonna fun. You're gonna be a mess. I, <laughs> but uh, yes, but that's before I was going to the wedding anyway. <laughs> that's uh, gonna be really good. Are you super excited about your brother's wedding? It's more like it's a it's a lot of logistics. To, Where is to he having a wedding? He lives in, in Kent. In Kent. Oh, the very opposite end of the country. He's made that really <laughs> good for you guys. Yeah, he's really. He's honest, where do my family live? Oh yes. Yeah. I'll it's do it. the exact opposite side. He'll he'll try and get he's trying to get away from us, and it's only it's only partially worked, but never mind. Never is your mum super excited? Oh, it's like catnip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are your mum and dad going to travel? Are he travelling with you, or how's that? 
Well, let me. Well, I'm not, I wasn't sure if I should mention this necessarily in the podcast because it's maybe not the. Uh, uh, it's not really the the most happy. You can tell subject. me they edit it out. No, it's okay. I'm happy to be honest with it. Uh, my dad has decided not to go to the wedding, like which is that's oh. pretty bad, right? Why? Uh, I can't say too much, but I would say that uh, he he has lied about lots of stuff. But basically, I don't think he wants to see a lot of people there. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, it's the people he may run into. <laughs> but then again, I think you can just be civil for a day, right? It's your like, son's wedding, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, like, it's not exactly, like, like, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, and uh, how's, your, how's your, how is that, Alex? Is he okay with that? I actually think he's relieved. Because <laughs> <laughs> he now won't have to deal with the drama of your dad running into these people that he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I just That's feel, funny. you know, I also, he hasn't been down to see uh, Flora, who is um, my niece slash his granddaughter, and I just feel like, I feel I'll just I'll I'll just rope in that relationship now. You know, we, like I think there should be like a a drop off point. It's like ah, I'm done with that now. Do you know what I mean? That's fair. that's sad, but I get it. I get it. I, He'll, the, the wedding will be awesome though. I think instead, your mother like, will more than make up for it in excitement and for sure. Dance. And like you know, it's always been the three of us really uh, at the heart of it. But um, I think I might take dad ap- applications. Uh, like I might get a new dad. And uh, could could your mum be my new dad? Um, but my mum is also my dad. <laughs> well, I just want to be adopted by a mum, really. Is that okay, okay, no, she'll be fine. Too, but no, yeah. I, I love my dad. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you can have my mum as my your dad. <laughs> this is getting really confusing. <laughs> my mum, my dad. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm confused. Whose dad is going to be my mum? Who's right? Do you want my dad? Okay, you're yes. Let's do a mum dad dad swap. So, my, your dad becomes my mum, and my mum becomes yes. Wicked. Done. Seal the deal. Let's do a myth, which I'll be honest, right? If you're here just for the myth, you're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> That's a reason we filled we'll out. We'll explain it after the jingle. See you on the other side. <laughs> Dan, do you want to explain? <laughs> uh, this isn't even a missed podcast anymore, is it? What's happened, guys, is we alluded to this in the last episode. We've been doing the Myers. We've been really enjoying them, haven't we, Matt? Really enjoying mm-hmm. the Myers in our miscellaneous season three. Where, why? Okay, Matt just did a gag face in the screen. What are you doing? I coughed really loudly, but I did it on, on mute. So <laughs> just thought I'd freak you out. <laughs> It looks like you were like when cats start retching. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, we've been doing the Myers. It's been awesome. Um, but as with always, when we get to the end of a, it happened with the Greeks and even the Romans after lots of episodes. Eventually, and the Egyptians, the Egyptians even after a wonderful, um, fruitful amount of stories and legends and myths, eventually they run out, right? We start mm-hmm. scraping the barrel, so to speak. Um, 
We should have a jingle for scraping the barrel. Like, we, <laughs> we scraping the barrel. And it's like the last one of the, you know what I mean? Oh, that's your problem to organize that. That's, yeah. You <laughs> that's just give yourself job. work. Thank you. Okay, uh, we're not going to have a jingle. <laughs> um, uh, but no, the problem is, is we alluded last time, I think, in episode uh, 129. Um, the Mayans, there aren't a huge amount of stuff on them. And unfortunately, um, this will be the last Mayan myth. But it's going to be a good one, I'm very, very sure. It's going to be a good one. It's not the longest, which is what Matt was kind of alluding to before. There's a high chance that the chatting may be longer at the beginning than the actual myth. But you know what? Let's do them justice. Hopefully it's a good one. Give them a good send out. Here we so go. So far, they, we have really enjoyed the minds. So a big shout out. Short but sweet. You know what? And I feel like that's the whole point of this season, if we can call it a season, to kind of like to experiment with different um, cultures and see what they got. Like, go for the big hitters, you know? Matt, I so, never told you something to do with the word myths that I wanted to talk to you about. Yes. At work currently, there's some guidance that have changed. And every day I have to use the term minimum income floor. That's a big part of my job. <gasps> now. And minimum income floor, abbreviated, is myth. So people refer to it as myth. I oh hear that God. word 10 times a day now. And there was actually a festival, I think it was called the Manchester uh, Independent Fringe or something like that. And I was like, oh, myth? We should, we should sue the government. We should. Ours is double F though, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, we can reduce it down and pretend it's, it's always been like it's that. True. <laughs> Welcome to myth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's crack on with the last of the Myers in this season of Mythsalaneous. Uh, Matt, would you like to, um, maybe you could take it away. Okay, so this is Gift to the Hummingbird, a Mayan legend. Zunum, Zunum, is that right? Zunum, the hummingbird, was created by the great spirit as a tiny, delicate bird with extraordinary flying ability. She was the only bird in the kingdom who could fly backwards and who could hover in one spot for several seconds. The hummingbird was very plain. Her feathers had no bright colours, yet she didn't mind. Zunum took pride in her flying skill and was very happy with her life, despite her looks. And I feel like this is a good message of body positivity, you know, like uh, you are happy in the skin you're in. And actually, you have a lot going for your hummingbird. Uh, yeah, I love hummingbirds. They're really cool. Do you think if you had to be a bird, Dan, what kind of bird would you be? Are you a hummingbird? A seagull? A, a woodpecker? <laughs> Um, a colleague at work recently broke his foot being chased by a seagull. Um, what? <laughs> and that colleague was me. Yeah. Um, if I was a bird, I'd like to think I was some kind of giant golden eagle soaring high above the the mountains. God damn, um, I love Brian. But actually, let's be honest, I'm probably like, maybe I'd be a magpie. Yeah, I feel you're a magpie. You're, you know, you're... I don't want to say you're a full Tory, but you're a bit, you're a bit Lib Dem, and I feel like that's uh, that's a magpie territory for sure. Yeah. What bird would you be? I think mm, a pelican. <laughs> yes, I see that actually. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got a lot on, you know, and <laughs> it looks like you know uh, I I can carry a lot of water. A lot of extra, a lot of extra skin. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a shoebill? You know a shoebill. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's. I feel like. In forty years, we'll both be a shoe bill. If you if you've never <laughs> yes. seen a, if you've never seen a yeah. shoe bill, Google one, and it, they are terrifying birds. They are they are like if mefted birds. That's that. You know what I mean? 
They're badass. Especially ones where they've had like been in a fight and they've got pieces of feathers <laughs> missing and they're just like a mess. Yeah, absolutely. They are they are the people hang out uh, hang around petrol stations willing to pick a fight. That that's the kind of that's who they are in the bird world. So hummingbird, Zunum, is uh, happy and flying. When it came time to be married, Zunum found that she had neither a wedding gown nor a necklace. She was so disappointed and sad that some of her best friends decided to create a wedding dress and jewellery as a surprise. Now, here's a question, Dan. I didn't did you know that did did you know Can birds get married? You know what I mean? What's the deal there? Well a lot of birds do mate for life, don't they? Do they? Well, I say oh. a lot of birds, I can think of like two. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> two birds. Um, is a hummingbird one of them? Maybe hummingbirds. I can't imagine hummingbirds do um, mate for life, to be honest. And how... Because hummingbird has a, like a really fast heart. Like, do you reckon like, the, the marriages yeah, like are over really fast? Yeah, a minute or something crazy. And that... Well, you say that's fast. That's actually how fast my heart goes all the time. Coffee! And, uh, and yeah, that's that's why I do these podcasts really fast. Um, so, um, so, we're going to... Uh, so, mate for life. Dan, do you, are you, are you going to mate for life too? I hope so, yeah. Got any uh, partners to a on human, not a hummingbird. <laughs> no, I think you could fuck a hummingbird. <laughs> and it's quacker. <laughs> anyway, uh, Yar, the vermilion crown flycatcher, wore a gay crimson ring of feathers around his throat in those days. He decided to use it as his gift. So he took a few red plumes in his crown and gave the rest to the hummingbird for her necklace. Yuchilkil, the bluebird, generously donated several blue feathers for her gown. The vain Motmot, not to be outdone, offered more turquoise, blue, and emerald green. The cardinal, likewise, gave some red ones. Now, I, I'm slowly remembering what happened in the last one. There was a lot of birds in that. They chose the king of birds, right? It shows the king of birds and the roadrunner basically got screwed over and then all the birds felt sorry for him. So they, they gave them bits of their feathers to say sorry. They like to give feathers, don't they? They do. They, what was they going to give? Well, I don't know, like um, a deposit towards a mortgage? Yes, um, but, but birds, particularly birds of the Amazon, are famous for their mortgage lending <laughs> abilities. Yeah, all those legal fees too. They're absolutely... Uh... <laughs> Here we see the two hummingbills signing deeds. <laughs> they got my name wrong for fuck's sake. Poor <laughs> yeah. solicitors. Um, Dan, do you want to do the next bit, or are you? Uh, uh, do you want Please. me to do all of it? No, I'll, I'll give it a go. So they've all given different feathers to the hummingbird because she didn't have a nice thing to wear for her wedding. Very nice of people. Imagine your wedding, you don't have a wedding dress, so people just give you bits of their own clothes. You'd actually look pretty shit, like, <laughs> um, rocking up. Or their own skin. Yep, here's my fa- forearms. Oh, here's my wig. <laughs> then, Yu-Yum. It's a type of baked good, isn't it? <laughs> then Yu-Yum, the Oriole, who was an excellent tailor as well as an engineer, sewed up all the plumage into an exquisite wedding gown for the little hummingbird. Aluem. The spider crept up with a fragile web woven of shiny gossamer threads for her veil. She helped Mrs. Yu Yum weave intricate designs into the dress. Kanak, the hunting bee, heard about the wedding dress and told all his friends who knew and liked the hummingbird. 
they brought much honey and nectar for the reception and hundreds of blossoms that were Sunam's favourites. Well, she's a popular person, by the way. A lot of, I like this. She's one of these people, not the best looking, but everyone (laughs) really a big fan. Everyone's getting behind. You know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, yeah, she's not a looker, but like, oh, we have a lot of time for her. Great person. Love that little hummingbird. That's basically the situation, right? Yeah. And I kind of feel like it's a bit, I think it's a bit harsh. Um, so she's uh, boring looking, but yeah. And That's also, they implied they said at the start yeah, that she wasn't, yeah. despite her looks, she was very well liked. I thought you were bird shaming. Uh, I am bird shaming. Firstly, I um, well, actually, we'll just go like I think this is oddly appropriate because like we're having a wedding themed myth before I go to a wedding. We almost planned it. You know, we didn't plan it, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, this is good. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice. It's there's a lot of I feel like it's gonna be quite high morals because like there's a lot of nice and kindness here, right? There is, there is. Then the Azar tree dropped a carpet of petals over the ground where the ceremony could take place. She offered to let Zunam and her groom spend their honeymoon on the branches. <laughs> oh, Hold oh, on, oh, pause there for a second. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, have this thing. Have my gown. Have my silk. And uh, the tree's like, right, you want to fucking top of me? <laughs> 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 it's a pervert tree. <laughs> yeah, pervert tree. Ugh. Have you got no a place one's... for tonight? I'll find you one if you want. I've got some wood for you. Ugh. My left arm. <laughs> Packle, the orange tree, put out sweet smelling blossoms, as did Nice Tea, the plumeria vine. Has the banana bush, oi oi. Up the custard apple tree and pitchy and put the guava and papaya bushes made certain that their fruits were ripe so the wedding guests would find delicious refreshments. And finally, a large band of butterflies in all colours arrived to dance and flutter and galley around the hummingbird's wedding sites. At the end of this, Matt, I'm going to make you recite all the names of the people that I just said. Oh my god. <laughs> That's actually quite funny. When the wedding day arrived, Zunum was so surprised, happy, and grateful that she could barely twitter her vows. The great spirit so admired her humble, honest soul that he sent word down with his messenger, Kuzumel, the swallow, that the hummingbird could wear her wedding gown for the rest of her life. Sounds quite impractical, actually. And to this day, she has. How did the humility of one long-ago hummingbird cause its descendants to sport? Brilliant colours. First, it ends on a little food for thought. It does, but also it's kind of like I feel like it's like a plot hole that they haven't covered. It's like how did the humility of one long ago hummingbird do this? I don't know. <laughs> Figure out yourselves. <laughs> Can you imagine if films ended with the main character looking at off screen, breaking the fourth wall, and just saying a major plot hole and being like, "Yeah, didn't think about that, did you?" <laughs> Uh, also, I what I love about Zunum is that she's so surprised and happy and grateful that she could barely twitter her vows. So instead of talking to her groom, she's like, did it, did it, "Like, let me type this out, David. Come on, I'm like, let me do it." Like, um, but also, what I like, Dan, that's a I nice think... origin story, by the way. So, by the way, have we done the jingle to go into the thing? No, uh, we can. Ju- uh, we'll do it in one second. I just want to make one final point. In all, I would say 99.99% of myths uh, that 
um, we, they kind of objectify women or like, uh, there's this servant girl or like there's this person who is really important, but she's not named. This is a role reversal where uh, Zunum uh, gets gets a, a heyday and uh, the, the, the groom isn't mentioned once. Fair play. That's true, yeah. actually. That is true. I like this myth, actually. It was cute. Right, time to head over into the final part of this podcast and let's rank this myth. So, Dan, I, so we rank this in four different categories, uh, life skills, morals, creativity, and WTF. Let's start off with life skills. What are the practical things that we learn? We learn how to make a wedding dress. We did, We actually. learn how to make a carpet. We learn how to make a hotel room for the honeymoon suite. We learn how to create ripe fruit for refreshments. We learn how to make honey and nectar. We also learn how to fuck in a tree. We learn how to fuck in a tree. <laughs> learn how to do our vows. We um, learn how to make a necklace. We learn how to make a, a crown. We learn how to weave a, a, a veil from si- spider silk. We we also learn how to put together a WhatsApp group because all these people were yeah. texted by Kanak the honeybeam. Like, right, we need to do something for our wedding. All right, but she looks a bit bland in that. Let's, let's so I actually out. feel like we learned a lot. Right, there was a lot of like creation stuff. There's probably Dan. other stuff we've missed. Rings. They made the rings. Um, I'm gonna say it, Dan. I'm gonna say it. Nine. Is a nine. That's rare for life skills. Come on, give it a nine. Uh, Am I doing it? Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, sorry, I can't do it at the moment. That's Um, I see what's happening here. Yeah. And then um, we've got morals. Now you alluded to this, Matthew. Um, I think. Well, are the morals that high? Is there people? I suppose there was actually, and actually, it's weird that this moral. A lot of them come at the end, but this moral actually kind of. Gave the premise quite early on, which is that actually it's about not judging people despite their looks. It's about because the hummingbird was always there for everyone and was such a nice friend. That's all that matters in the time of need. Like, you know, those people are going to get looked after more than someone who's maybe already looking glamorous or nice. This feels like it could be a Pixar short and it'd be really cute. It you know? really, really would. Like, because the hummingbird is beautiful without all the things, but it is enriched and, you know, it develops more spirituality and kindness from its friends, you know, who want to help and give, you know, it's really sweet. Yeah. I actually think, I don't think we need to label this point too much. And I genuinely think it's really, really high because it's a, uh, firstly, it's a nice story. When else do we get a nice story? Like, like obviously it's going to lose all the points in WTF, but I'm going to say, I'm going to go out and limb here. 10. For morals. Maybe. Yeah. I think like an eight. All right. Nine. Alright, deal. Yeah. That's a nice moral to be fair. Then right. we've got creativity. Hmm. Creativity. Yeah. Was it that creative there was a lot of like, do you know what this myth did do, which is quite funny? Particularly, I think we can all agree the Norse mythology was very bad for this, which is giving ex like erroneous details such as complicated names. For really no reason. <laughs> you aren't going to see these people ever again. <laughs> no. I mean, Norse was really bad. Because you remember, they'd name like tables, chair, everything would have a name. But this was maybe, uh, maybe that's a bit different. But it was creative, though, because it's a good origin story. And origin stories, by their very nature, are quite creative. You know, it's a good explanation for how hummingbirds look so beautiful. It's because so many people came together to create such a beautiful thing. Mm, absolutely. And, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's... Um... I like the idea that everyone comes together and I think there's genuine points for it being quite 
there's zero conflict in this and that's quite and it's still an interesting story and that's I know usually conflict is very good for a story but I actually think it's quite sweet you know it's just a, mm. it's a feel good mm. piece of media I don't think it's high though uh, I think it's quite low um maybe a four or a five at push four maybe four and then we've got WTF not too high here the what the fuck factor I think I mean the tree you alluded let them bang yes, on the sex on, tree on the sex tree <laughs> um, there wasn't really anything that was messed up actually it all just kind of made sense and it was all good and it just like worked it was just a cute little story it was just nice and sweet and wholesome yeah I mean it feels I yeah sadly no one was murdered <laughs> Yeah, no one was murdered. There was no eyes being ripped out, family incest, mm. uh, none of the good stuff, you know. Uh, I think this is no set versus Horus, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> those are the glory days, weren't they? <laughs> uh, that was that was when it was weekly. <laughs> uh, right. So I think maybe I. I'm loath to say it, but maybe a one or a two. Yeah. Should you give it two, benefit of the doubt, because of the sex tree? Yeah, sex tree, <laughs> sex tree is always worth two. <laughs> so that's, that's nine for life skills, uh, nine for morals, and that is four for creativity, leaving us with 24 in total. Yep, the two four. Quite it's good, not terrible. Pretty, pretty good. Um, again, I think a lot of the Mayan ones really do lose out on WTF uh, back in Greek. They and do. Roman. They're too. They're, they don't have the same uh, oomph um, factor that some of the other. They're almost too good at being like just general stories. Mm-hmm, for like sure. you can really tell that their stories maybe for children or for like you know they're very wholesome people. <laughs> yeah, they're not the Vikings or the Egyptians or the Greeks or the Romans that seem to just enjoy stories about all kinds of. Yeah, absolutely. Things. And then apparently, oh, wait, wait, hold on, there's an extra paragraph here. Apparently, Zeus came down into this myth and banged the hummingbird. <laughs> yeah, and fucked them all. <laughs> I was going to joke about Zeus because that's the sort of thing you'd happen in Greek. Okay, gather round, children, for this wonderful story. Okay, so Zeus is banging this girl. <laughs> like, it's always, <laughs> like, right from the off, it's a bit WTF, whereas this is just isn't the same for my bit. They're good yeah. stories nonetheless. They're always colourful and creative, and yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, well, I, I think that's a that was a lovely end, a very sweet end to the Mayan mythology. And Dan, do you know what might be in store for next for the next time? Sure. Do you want to tell us? <laughs> um, I actually think um, it will be Celtic. I'm thinking of doing some Celtic myths. Ah, very very nice. I uh, I I think it will be very very interesting to do that, but very very exciting indeed. And uh, Dan, should we do some um, uh, social media and then f off? Go on. I was hoping you would do it. Can you remember? What Social media, <laughs> email us, mythspodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us, Twitter and Facebook, at mythspodcast. Email at mythspodcast at gmail.com. And what, you say that? I, no, you said uh, just at mythspodcast. But, uh, anyway, but um, just add at gmail.com. And finally... Uh, I said gmail.com. Well, we can look at... Uh, I don't think you did, but we can have a... I'll, I'll, I'll leave it in the edit. This is what people can find out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll actually snip it out. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, please, um, if you like really hilarious podcasts like this, uh, please check out Castable, which is my 
podcast uh, my, my podcast about uh, I get famous people to pitch to the Dream Music Festival. It's a lot of fun. Do check it out. And on top of that, uh, yeah, why don't you check out my Twitch at My House Comedy? There's a lot of um, fr- I do uh, broadcast three nights a week, and it's really really good. Dan, have you ever seen me do a stream? No. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> Ask me if I'm going to. Uh, are you going to? No. I'm busy that day. <laughs> That's hurtful, Dan. I should do, really. I should do. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd be surprised. They're quite good. No, I have no doubt. That's why I wouldn't do it. It makes my ego hurt. <laughs> yeah. Do you, oh, do you feel hurt? Well, it's just, you know, you're doing so good and you're doing great stuff and it's sad, you know? Well, you know, you're always welcome to join the, the host stream. How many... What are you, are you video gaming or yeah? It's mostly just chatting these days, but I do um yeah I do do uh, video games on top of stuff there, but mostly yeah yeah yeah. So I've got over one point four k followers at the time of recording, and uh, also follow me and subscribe to my YouTube too. There's lots of cool stuff on there. Um, I'm doing regular stuff on that. So Dan, I'm I'm all I'm content creator these days. You really are actually. You really are. I'm proud <laughs> you of you. Actually. You was... do a good job. Thank you, and uh, you know it's it's gonna be nice. And uh, with your with your mum being my dad, I'm only gonna go for strength to strength, really. So exactly, exactly. But yeah, um, it's been lovely to get back in the saddle to do some myths, Matthew. I've enjoyed it so. And Dan, I can't wait to chat to you in eight months' time for our next episode. I look episode. forward to seeing you then when you're old with a beard. And no, a I I genuinely do. I think we should try and get on this again. Um, yeah, I definitely think Fortnite would be nice, uh, but we just haven't. Got, just trying to find time, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But otherwise, uh, we'll, we'll make Look. it work, we'll make it work. And uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. And uh, I've been Dan Rhodes. I've been Matt Hoss. And we've been... Miss! Boom, we actually did an outro correctly. Uh, <laughs> then we have to ruin it by saying... Did I just did that when I... Met? Yeah. yeah, I've ruined it now. Miss. Continue. Yeah. We can cut it out. We can just cut it out. I don't think we can. <laughs> Bye! Bye! I'm writing down a big edits list so I don't have to listen to all of the Nothing, nothing like... happened. Nothing happened just then. Nothing happened. I didn't drop anything.